So I got that one in, I got those in, I got it strapped, um, screwed down. Uh, oh, look at that. You got light. I do have light. Is anything posting? Oh, the, actually the rest of the lights came on. Uh, I gotta see. Okay. Oh, I just heard the beep. Oh, there it goes. It posted. All right. All right. I was going to save this for the episode, but hold on one second. I'm recording right now. Oh, <laughs> nice. Check out the screen. I'm re- Dude. <laughs> what? I got one too, baby. <laughs> and I'm actually nice. I'm actually using mine right now. I've been working on it. I've been working on getting when it, did you order it yesterday. At the same time, you, the same day, at the same time you said you ordered yours, I had just placed the order for mine. <laughs> That's amazing. Hit record. I hit it. Right. It's blue. I, I swear to you, I swear to you I hit it last time. I know I did. You, I swear you did too <laughs> because I, I, I pointed it out. I said, Oh, I'm already because we were having a conversation. Yeah. And then I said, Oh, I'm already recording, but I'll cut all this out. And then yeah. and then the only thing I can think of is maybe at that moment I hit stop and because I was planning to start uh, again. Or yeah. I'm just gonna blame it on Windows. We're on Windows. <laughs> I'm recording on Windows this week because of our Arc A770 drama. So I'm just gonna blame it on that. But there's no way around it. This is our second attempt at recording <laughs> uh, the first half of this show. So hello and welcome to Crowbar Colonel Panic. This is episode 37 for the second time, and uh, we are going to be going over some Linux news. Uh, now a little bit late because it's the same show notes from the first time we tried to record this, um, where last time I, we, I realized halfway through that I was not recording. And so we actually finished out the show. So in watching this episode back, you will see my, my hair magically grow out because I got a haircut between, (laughs) between now and then, and both of our clothes changes. Otherwise, we're just as handsome as ever, ever. So you won't even notice. <laughs> you now may I'm not watch notice. the video, and I'm gonna go right to that point, and I'm gonna like, I'm just watch it transition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we went ahead and recorded the last half of the show last week, and now we're trying to go back and record the first half of the show this week. So, um, <laughs> well, how was so that we've lived a whole separate life between the last half of the show and the first half of the show. How have you been this week? Has anything, anything interesting happened? <laughs> um, well, I, I, I'm back to work. I've been working this whole week, so that's good. I'm, I'm glad about that. Yeah, me too. It's been a really, really crazy week. I think like every night we've tried to get together and record this, but yeah, it's, I've, it's been crazy. I'm like, working, like we, I'm working two jobs right now trying to transition. So like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. Yeah. You're, well, and, and my wife and I are doing this fast thing, and it's been just oh, yeah, brutal. That's right. Yeah. And like, we had to adjust it because we, we went like too far into it. We went like too yeah. vegan, I guess you could say, <laughs> and we weren't like ready for it. <laughs> yeah. So we had to adjust it a little bit. So we added like chicken and fish in there. Yeah. Just, you know. Me being vegetarian, but, I used to always make the joke that like 
I'm the worst person to hang out with at parties because I am vegetarian, straight edge, and I use Linux instead of Windows. So like I am just, <laughs> I just a hundred percent just try to make my life harder. And I love telling people about all three of those things. Um, and I drive an electric vehicle. God, I'm so annoying. Man. <laughs> I'm like, no one wants to hang out with me. Um, <laughs> so we have some news items to discuss this week, and then we're going to get into our experience with the a seven seventy. Um, both of us got one, as you can tell from the intro of the show. And, um, both of us are still struggling with them. Yeah. So um, we'll have even uh, now a week later. Yeah. <laughs> even the... <laughs> we're a week after the the previous recording, and we're still struggling. Although I gotta admit, I haven't I haven't done any more testing since the since the uh, last. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just been updating uh, Fedora Rawhide just to see. I'm like waiting for a monitor just to start working, and nope, nothing yet. So. Yeah. So tomorrow <laughs> I have. Um, I have the house to myself tomorrow because mm. my wife and my son are going to some like breakfast pick, uh, pancake reading thing at the library. I have no nice. idea. And uh, while they're I doing that, those as a kid. <laughs> yeah, oh, is that a thing? Is pancakes and reading? Is that like well, not thing pancakes, forever? but like the reading thing and just kind of like oh, snacks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, while they're doing that, I might try another Arch installation and see if I have. If I have better luck this time. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So the first item. Let me see. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. This is a good <laughs> one. Um, have you ever been interested in fungus computers, Josh? Has this ever been a. <laughs> you ever thought about this? Ever been on your radar? <laughs> so, no, but. Funny side story is okay. I was listening. I was listening to like I watch a lot of YouTube shorts with Joe Rogan. He he uh, interviews yeah. you know all sorts of people and whatnot. And oh, he's yeah. interviewing. He interviewed he, a fungus yeah. guy one time. Yes, <laughs> and the guy they actually put they, the uh, the fungus made a better working subway system for Tokyo. Oh because wow! They they designed this thing and. They put food in the center where they wanted it or wherever they wanted it. And the fungus actually spread out and over time designed a better working subway system than what Tokyo has now. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I remember that. You know, what's funny is like I didn't watch. I saw clips of that interview, but I didn't watch it. That's and I think he's been on a few times. But like, yeah, whenever I read this article, I said, oh, I wonder if the fungus guy knows anything about it anything about i'm sure he does he's like he's probably like at the forefront (laughs) he's like oh yeah this is awesome the forefront of fungus computing um so (laughs) scientists had developed a living pc made from mushrooms so this is the university of west of england or uwe bristol um they have this is basically a proof of concept at this point but they have um discovered a method of passing um electronic signals through fungus and it actually is is like faster than other methods so um oh and it has like a learning function so whenever they pass some electrical current through it um and then they do it again it's easier the second time and so the more mm, right like the more pass that it uses over yep. and over again, it will like right. remember those. Like it has a memory to it, so it's faster. Right, and that's kind of what happened with the fungus that they used for to redesign the subway system. Is every time it got a little better and it made itself more efficient. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So, uh, they've done a proof of concept where they're saying that they could use this to, uh, you know, 
you're you're signaling uh, zeros and ones, so like whether there is a pulse or there's not, um, and right. uh, this could be used in computers in the future. So uh, who knows? Could be your next uh, quantum computer is a yeah, mushroom. Yeah, exactly. The next, <laughs> the next, you could grow your next quantum computer on a sock under your bed. <laughs> Raspberry Pi, That's more the- like moldy sock. <laughs> moldy sock. <laughs> no, I think uh, this reminds me of the Star Trek Voyager. The way they had, they had. Um, you've never watched Star Trek Voyager. Um, no, I gotta watch that series. I do. Well, one of the aspects of the show that like came up in the beginning, and you thought it was going to be a bigger thing, but it basically never comes up again. But they have like a bio molecular like little packets that they in the show the science fiction of it all was that like it was supposed to be like faster than actual wiring and that it would be like more capable i mean it sounds exactly like this like fungus thing so like right yet again star trek star trek was right (laughs) (laughs) given enough time it will just have turned out to all be right yep and uh far less exciting news Amazon Basics CPU cooler is its Ugh. first foray into PC components. A CPU cooler that has a suspiciously mm. similar um, <laughs> model number to a Cooler Master um, uh, CPU cooler. So the uh, the Amazon one is RRH41020PC-AS. And the original model wow. number on the Cooler Master is RRH41020PCR1. So only two digits different than the how original they, model number. How can they even do Like, is that, I mean, obviously it must, it either must be legal or they're getting away with something. <laughs> no, I'm sure that, I'm sure that both CPU, I'm sure they're made at the exact same place. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's just for Cooler Master, they slap their logo on it, and for the Amazon, oh, I Basics, see what you're they saying. They slap their logo on it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, and, okay. And, you know, every yeah. brand does that. This well, I can't say every brand. A lot of brands do that to some extent. Where mm-hmm. you know they'll they'll have that's this is why whenever you buy a two hundred dollar laptop of any brand, it's nowhere yeah. as good as the eight hundred dollar model by the same brand. Like it's just, um. You know, I, I think at the lower tiers, they just they're just allowing some company to make this and they're putting their yeah. logo on it. Whereas the more expensive products, that's the things that they're actually researching that they're trying to put their brand into. Um so basically Amazon is probably just using the same whatever the same know, manufacturer. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they've done this with a lot of stuff. They take, you know, they're like, Oh, that's selling good. We might as well uh, get in on that, and then they just crush the people yeah like cooler master they're not gonna easily crush but like some of these companies they've they've crushed because they've oh, just yeah. made the amazon basics version of the product and no one sees the other one anymore it's just all you see is the amazon basic unless you really look right so it looks like um let's see in this article they list some pricing and this is a few days old now so yeah this is it's dirt cheap compared to the regular one <laughs> yeah i was trying to find that so thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, I oh know that's, that's this, that yeah, is Tom's hardware's favorite budget. So that's the, uh, Zalman CMPS 10 X, uh, Performa. Yeah. The, let's see, how much is the Amazon one? Oh, it's, it's 27. 60? It's at the top. Where do you see that? The Amazon one at the very top of the article, it says this $27 CPU tower, uh, cooler. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. $27. Yep. 
and and the original is 60 what 66 66 yeah 68 on amazon yeah that's that's another that's crazy thing. they're probably selling that at a loss yeah they're they're probably selling that at a loss to try to get people to buy theirs versus versus the cooler master one right and then they'll slowly eke in on it with other models because yeah. oh it's such a good value you know blah 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 and yeah so Plus, their margins are so much are so much better because they're they own Amazon, so they don't have to pay to put it on their you know website. Yeah, and I think I think things like this they don't care they'll, they'll sell this at a no. loss just because you're using their website. Like, right, right. They'll they'll harvest your data, you know, for for the cost for the difference. That yeah. and you're oh, probably yeah. going to throw a couple of other things in your cart. They're going to profit. Yep, from that's them. another thing. Yep, yep. So it's all what, about getting them in the store. <laughs> so what other products do you think they could do this with? So like. Amazon's not about to make a graphics card, I don't think. They're not going to make anything <laughs> that they actually have to put some research into. It's going to be things like, I bet they could make SSDs. Yeah, I bet I could see that. They could probably yep. find some factory somewhere that's already making SSDs that will let them put their brand on it. Um, I just clean my glasses and they're worse. Um, yeah, things, SSDs. Fan speed controllers, that'll be one. Yep. I could see that. Yep. Um, Maybe like little audio uh, uh, DACs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like the big ones, but maybe some of the smaller ones. They probably already have a lot of this stuff. I know they have a ton of cables. Like, cables are, like, their thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This article says it's their first PC component. Yeah, there's probably uh, there probably already is a few uh, things that people might use tangentially with their with their PCs. But the, um, yeah. This oh, is yeah. A- hey, I forgot about this. But What's actually, that? Amazon Basics. My first, oh, my yeah. first. Uh, yeah, they do. They have microphone. a. Microphone. That is like a copy of like an Audio Technica uh, microphone, yeah. I believe. Yep, it is. It is. Yep. All right. Well, so uh, everybody look forward to the bright and shiny future where <laughs> you can get Amazon Basic products for your PC, and um, and only Amazon Basic, <laughs> and they'll probably be garbage. Uh, yep. But anyway. <laughs> So, uh, in some more Linux-related news, uh, FlatHub has announced that they are working on a project with the GNOME Foundation, the KDE, and uh, I'm sure a few other people to introduce subscriptions, uh, purchases, and donations directly into FlatHub itself. So, um, you'll be able to contribute to the great developers that maintain your favorite flat hub project um, yep. in the near future. Um, this uh, article on their GitHub, they kind of describe the background, why they went into this and what their plans are going forward. They also make a call out for donations, especially in the beginning. There is no yeah. sort of infrastructure for this yet. This is, this is going to be brand new and maintained um, by a small group of people. So they're asking for donations to try to get that off the ground, um, which is understandable. And uh, you should donate to the project anyway, because uh, we all, yeah, we all use it. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I, I, FlatHub is, yeah, that's one of the places that I, I feel like I would definitely um, donate to because I've I've used the crap out of FlatHub ever since they made it. <laughs> yeah, and this, you know, this works into relation to another article that 
we hesitated to put in the show notes because it's a little bit of an older article now, but it's so closely connected to that one. Um, but that is that Ubuntu flavors agree to stop using Flatpak um, altogether, which this kind of makes sense because Ubuntu is like really pushing Snap. Um, right. And this is only Ubuntu flavors. So it's not, you know, Linux Mint still going to be using Flatpaks. Um, yep. Any, it, it, this is not like Ubuntu based distributions, but Ubuntu flavors. So, Ubuntu, yeah, official flavors. Yeah. Ubuntu, I don't even know all the, all the flavors, but, um, yeah. so if you use one of those, um, you obviously you can still install flat packs. You can still install what you need yep. to, to do that. But by default, they're going to be trying to get you to use Snap. Um, and they, they say it's to, they they want it to be more uh, conducive to like a streamlined process for their their software package, which I think basically is because they're you know they're tailored so much around snaps, right? Um, yeah, because they're getting rid of the um, a lot of the um, apt packages. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but at least I know of uh, Firefox they got rid of, and now they're just that they just have the snap. They're not building the app package anymore. Wow! Wow! I didn't know that. Yep, it's only as a snap now on Ubuntu at least. Holy cow, so they really are going all in. I think they are. I think I think in the end and when this thing's all said and done, it's going to be all snaps from the top to the bottom. I mean, as as far as they can go without, you know, cuz obviously you're going to need some debs there here and there, but um yeah, I think it's going to be mostly mostly uh snaps in the end. Hmm. Um but also I learned this week, I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned that it was kind of like it says they agreed, but it really wasn't like an agreement. It was kind of like they were told, hmm. like, and I don't know how I, true that is exactly, well, but I, I kind of feel like that probably was it because there was a lot of there's a lot of the flavors that like flat pack because it adds another layer of um, usability to the yeah, system. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not, I've I've definitely used both on whenever I used to use Mint. There was times where I'd, I would have, you know, a little bit of both. But I can see that whether or not Ubuntu, quote-unquote, pressured anybody into right. it or just strongly suggested and they all agreed, I can imagine that if you were the last, you know, flavor holding out mm-hmm. and everybody else is, uh, is all for it, I, I can imagine whether it's implied or not, there would be a lot of pressure to just go along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how, how much pressure or anything like that, or even if they really did that, but I, 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 yeah, I, I believe they would because this is like, they really want snaps to work. They, I think they, I think when they first started snaps, they thought it was going to like take off and like be this amazing thing, but it was such a bumpy ride that it just, Somebody needs to do a, a rendition of 12 Angry Men, but... Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I would love that. Yeah, with just the heads. The, the heads are all the flavors. It's uh, Zubuntu is like the last one holding out. Like, <laughs> guys, I really believe that there's a case for flat out here. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've used them all too. I've used flat plaques. I've used snaps. Uh, I've used. I've used some. Actually, I don't like app in, app images as much as I don't the either. other two. I don't either. I would rather use a snap they, than an app image. Yeah. I just. I don't. I don't understand. Like, 
I, I get it. You just double click on it after you hit hit it executable. But a lot of times I've had theming issues with those. And if I don't have theming issues, I'm like, well, in, I got to put it somewhere. It and, really and feels I, like in theory, it should be the easiest, but it's the one that I've, that I've personally had the most difficulty with. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I it feels like it I should be no like Mac OS. Yeah. It feels, you feel like an idiot when it doesn't work, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but like when I can just do flat pack, you know, our, uh, yeah, Flatpak, uh, install, whatever, yeah. you know, and it's there and it's in my, in my app folder, mm-hmm. you know, and I just click on it, you know, that's, I feel like you have more recourse to like correct things and in a yeah. flat pack or a snap versus like when an app image doesn't work for me, I'm just like, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll right, try yeah, something else. I don't know. Really, I don't even know how to change the settings <laughs> for it. Like, you know, like flat packs, you have flat seal. You can change, you can change the settings. Yeah. Um, and, and now with snaps, you can do it in the Ubuntu um, app store. They have a little thing now that you can change that. But for app images, I don't know where you would do that. Maybe there's another application for it. <laughs> I don't know, but it's an app image. It's an app image. <laughs> it's an app image to manage your app images. <laughs> to manage all app images. So I, I think the way we have to approach this next uh, article is by saying that we are not smart enough to understand it, but we're excited about its potential. And uh, this, <laughs> this is a merge request on the Wine GitLab uh, by a Alexandros Francis. And um, this is the first merge request, hopefully of many, 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 many more um, to introduce a Wayland driver support for wine. And um, he, uh, he posts a small blurb and some details about the, uh, about the merge. Um, Again, we don't, understand all these details. He has some questions here. The main thing is that it looks like the beginnings of a support directly in Wayland for wine is in the process. And speculatively, I really think that someone like Valve has a really vested interest to see something like this grow and succeed. And so I think that this is potentially a really good thing for our future. I think we'll be talking about this more on the show as it develops more. And, uh, it gets to a point where even layman's like us can, uh, can understand what they're talking about when we read through it. Um, but I'm really excited for the potential and for the future of Waylon wine support. All right. I think that is our job for the night done. The rest of the show will be past us talking about our, <laughs> Arc A seven seventy drama and how we are going to work really hard in the coming week that we know we didn't really work that hard trying to get it to work. <laughs> I, I, I'm he- I'm hesitating because uh, I don't know whether to reveal to you yet that I just hit record that I was not recording the new segment. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know I wasn't recording. I hit record earlier, but I, I guess I, I guess it wasn't recording, or I didn't. Uh, I I did. Like the button is lit up now; it was not lit up before. So whatever I did before did not did not register. Either oh, okay. it started and well. failed. So I need to watch it and make sure it's because maybe it started and failed. So I need to watch it this whole way through. This is the first time we've done the show on 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 Windows proper in a, in a while. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I'll go back and record the uh, the news. 
later or something or you know none of that stuff was like super topical so i don't think we're really missing out on much yeah this is what people came here to see the bread here. and butter Never. Yeah, the, the bread and the butter bread and of butter. this episode <laughs> is the rk770 uh so we both got one and i uh I, oh, before we before we get into too much, I want to tell you that like, if you think back to those days where like you had ordered yours and you were waiting on it, and uh, like you know, I kept asking you questions about it, but I never said that I had one. I was, I mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. and and then you jumped on Discord and you were talking about the trouble you were having, and you di- you didn't know that at the same time <laughs> I was also going through the same trouble. <laughs> Like I had been, so the day that you ordered, you the day that you told me on Discord that you ordered the card, I had also yeah. ordered that same day. So we probably oh my received gosh, ours. wow, yeah, <laughs> we probably received ours at the same time. I was actually in a meeting at work. It was work. fast. Yeah, I got here really quick. I was actually in a meeting at work, and I had the I had <laughs> sorry guys, egg. I gotta leave. <laughs> <laughs> I had new egg up on one screen, and I had the conversation for work going on in the other screen. And like, it was just like, I just kept going through the process of like, well, let's see what the price is on the A770. Yep. Um, um, I wonder what it would look like if I put it in my cart. Wouldn't that be funny if I just put it in my cart? <laughs> <laughs> I got all the way through the process before I knew it. I had purchased this thing and it's on its way. <laughs> it's on its way here. And then like 30 minutes later, you messaged me saying that you had also ordered one. So, oh man, that's hilarious. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep it a secret. And then, and then when we do the next episode. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I got I got one too. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like after after last episode, I was just yeah. like I, I have to. There, I like I I don't have a choice. It's like <laughs> it, it, it's got to happen. And I'm like usually I am I am usually one to never buy the first of anything. Like that is like my <laughs> yeah, motto. This is, this is a really risky purchase on our part. yeah <laughs> and. I, I don't know what it was, but I felt the need to do this because like I almost wanted to I wanted to be the beta tester, which is so weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had been talking like the last couple episodes we've been talking about how like the graphics card industry is just going in a direction that I don't yep. like as a consumer. Right. And you know, there's no competition. They basically can do whatever they want because like mm-hmm. Joe's GPU shack can't start tomorrow <laughs> and compete with them. It has to be someone like Intel, you know? Yes, and so right. I, I really see this as an opportunity to make all the competition better. And I really think that, you know, I think they have a legitimate chance of being the, the third provider of yep. graphics cards. Like, yep. Yep. Um, so anyway, the plan was, I was going <laughs> to install the graphics card, install Linux and, you know, go through the whole process of getting it to work. And then on the next episode, give the big reveal that I also have one. I was going to hold up the box and be like, <laughs> I got one too. And, um, yeah, my box is right there. Yeah. Mine's <laughs> probably, probably in the closet. I am a box keeper. I do have, uh, it. I usually am, especially this box this is a pretty nice box, but, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it went all out. It would be a 200 graphics card if they hadn't uh, went so <laughs> went so far on the yeah on right. The box. <laughs> um. So, but but I, I didn't get to do that big reveal because um I never got mine to work properly on Linux. I I never got it to work. I I, I did. I, I was able to boot. I was able to test a few games, but whenever I go into the details of my experience, I I never truly got it to work well enough for me to trust it and to stay. I'm on Windows right now. And yep. my experience too, on Windows, by the way. my experience on Windows is perfectly fine. Yep. 
I, I've, I've not really done any like significant stress testing or anything, but well, I just installed it and everything seems to be right. fine. And we, we also came to the conclusion that we need to install it on Windows to make sure the actual hardware worked yes. first. Yeah. That was the key because obviously Linux was being flaky. So we were like, well, we got to make sure this thing works in the first place because if it doesn't, then we're, we're like, oh, there goes our, you know, yeah. weak window or whatever to re- replace it. So <clears throat> whatever it may be. So that's, that's why I finally revealed to you and I did get video and hopefully I can put it at the beginning of this, but, um, that's when I finally revealed to you that I also had one because it seemed like you and I both were having similar problems at the very beginning <laughs> where I couldn't get my machine to post. I mean, it, it seemed like right, me. It, it was like I would restart my computer like five times to try to get into the BIOS once. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like, right. I was having strange, like I was having the same, symptoms. same problem and my yep. keyboard, my keyboard and mouse and stuff would quit working. It was like, yep. It was almost like my motherboard was like detecting it as like a USB hub or something because it would like break all my other USB devices. Like it was so bizarre. It was so bizarre. Yeah. I had some weird crap right in the beginning. It was only in the beginning. And then once, once, uh, so basically what I did is I unplugged my computer, turned off my power supply and let it unplug for 24 hours. And once I booted it back up, fine. No problems. I was like, it was like brand new. I was like, Oh, okay. That was, that was interesting. What I, what I did was I went to my BIOS and I disabled, so I could get it to go to my BIOS, but it was like, I had to keep trying. So yeah, I went to my BIOS, I disabled onboard graphics and I, okay, that's right. Cause you have the onboard. Yeah. So See, I, I don't, I disabled that. I made sure that, um, all the settings. So Intel has like a list of uh, motherboard settings that they recommend. Now yep. it shouldn't be for compatibility. It should be so that you can get the most, most out of your car. Right. Um, yep. uh, resizable bar is the big thing, but there's like three settings that you need to set. Yeah. That to... 4G something yeah. or something like that. I forget what that is, but, um, that was supposed to be enabled. I'll make sure that's um, in the, in the show description, but there's some, there's some, uh, uh, there's a, there's a really good video that describes it for basically every motherboard manufacturer. I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, yeah. and, uh, I'm going to just make a note to make sure I, I do that. But, um, so once I turned that off and I set those settings, it seemed like every time I started my computer, I could get one monitor to work. Now mm-hmm. it, it would, it would post, it would do everything before loading Linux. But whenever I would right. try to load Linux, even just booting from a USB stick to install Linux, um, no matter the distro, every distro did this. My, my monitor would start flashing on and off. Like on and off, mm. on and off rapidly. And I, I remember you saying about that. Yeah. I got a video of it. I sent it to you. I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can insert it here into this, into this video. But, um, I would unplug my, it happened whether I was using, um, DisplayPort or HDMI. Either way it would happen. I would un, unplug it and then plug it back in. And on most distros, that would solve the problem, hmm. but not every distro. And you know the strange thing is is Endeavor uses XFCE as their installation method, and yep. I would have the flashing screen thing, but I would still be able to get a screen. And because it's using XFCE, it must be using X11, right? And yeah, that confused me too. Yes, the installer would work, right? But after installing every distro, and we also need to point out that in this time period, six point one. Even on Endeavor or you know Bleeding Edge, this was before six point two 
was released. Right. So the only way you could get 6.2 is if you manually upgraded to uh, the the mainline <laughs> this the mainline release. You built the kernel from scratch, and I'm laughing because I did it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I tried. So one method I thought of, I think the initial thought I had was I'm gonna have to install Arch, and mm-hmm. that way I can make sure that I install uh, mainline 6.2. I can make sure that I install Mesa yep. 23 or better. And, um, and then I'll know that I have everything I need. I'll install, uh, you know, I, I tried cinnamon first. I'll, I'll install cinnamon. And then I, every, if I do it that I thought You're for typical. sure, yeah, yep. I thought for sure if I do that method, it will work. And, um, I couldn't get that to work. I, I couldn't get, I could never get anything to load. I could get Wayland to load, but it would do the screen flashing. My, my screen would flash. And you on couldn't and fix that on Wayland. Right, yeah. I mean, I could unplug hmm, it and plug it. It's, so it was again. It was like hit or miss. Like if I unplugged it and plugged it back in, it may stabilize for a while, but eventually oh, it will start okay. doing it again. And in that in that layout, I actually did install. Um, I installed one of the Half Life games that was Linux native mm-hmm. because I knew it would be easy to run, and I knew it was Linux native, so it was my best. You know, it was my best yeah, chance best at getting bet. something yep. to work, and that did work. And I got to say, I know it's an older game, but like it looked, it looked really good. But if it was, if it was running Proton, it was just not gonna. Well, mm-hmm. I say it was not gonna happen, but that's not exactly true. A lot of games I could get to load on Proton until the actual in-game environment launched. So Resident Evil Village, I could load the 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 game and I could try to load the world, but as soon as right. my character would appear, it would it would crash. It it wouldn't work. Hmm. So I, I never got a game to actually play on Proton. Uh they did install okay. and they did load. Um I, and I tried Arch. I put a list here in the show notes. I tried Arch, Manjaro, Endeavor, Fedora, um, Fedora, Rawhide. That was the most recent one I tried, and I didn't actually get to a point where I could try a game. Um, but it wasn't because of – at that point, I was worried that this testing was damaging my monitor because I installed – Yeah, that can happen. Yep. Because it was, it was rapidly turning it off and on, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I was worried that this was bad, like this testing and, – and this monitor was – I, this yeah. monitor was stupidly expensive. I should have never bought this monitor. I love it, but it was not a reasonable purchase. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if he didn't buy that monitor, he, he'd have a forty eighty right now. <laughs> I would have already got the forty eighty. Yeah, <laughs> and and so I was worried that I was worried that I was going to mess something up, and I was going to have to go through uh, their support. Yeah, no, that's a completely legitimate thing because, like, I've heard of people screwing their monitors up by running beta stuff. I mean, if it's physically um, turning on and off, you know what I mean? That right. can't be good for it. So. Well, that's what it seems like it's doing. It seems like it's sending the signal to, to, to you know, that, like, you know, when you get no display, you know, active. Yeah. That's what it seems like it's doing. It's, like, kind of, like, yeah. unplugging and plugging it back in a hundred times. Yeah, that's what that's exactly what it felt like. So, um, so anyway... I I gave up on testing Linux after that. I think what I want to do just for the sake of the show is hook up my old monitor and see how far I get with that. And um mm-hmm. I think now that 6.2 um is available on basically every distro I th- I think that I'm going to try Endeavor again and right. um but try it on that monitor. For one, I don't care if I mess it up. But two, I don't think it'll do the power cycling thing. That seems to be an issue just with my hardware. 
with with this hardware because yeah, on right. my desk also I have a a monitor that's actually a drawing tablet monitor and it's just HDMI and I could always use it in all these scenarios I still couldn't get X to load but the error message so if I if I tried to launch X from the terminal so that I could see mm-hmm. I could see what the out, output was it would say that right. it couldn't find a display well that might be because it's trying to find my my main display and th- that so if I try it with only one display hooked up, maybe mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. that would have worked. I haven't tried it yet. But um, I don't think it's going to do the power cycling thing because that never happened with this HDMI monitor. Hmm. And That's weird. There's a lot of settings on this. This is an Alienware um, monitor, and there's a lot of settings on this that like I that are set by the device that's plugged into it. And I'm wondering if, it, if there's some setting in that calibration that the ARC can't send the right signal. And right. that's why it's having right. this trouble. I'm wondering if it has something to do with HDR because I also know that there's no HDR support right now. So, um, did you actually try turning that off? I can't see. That's the thing. I can't turn it off in the monitor. It, oh. it it's based on the signal it receives from the device. So if I turn it off in Windows, it turns like I could turn it off and on in Windows, and it sends the correct like, right message to the monitor. I don't. I don't know exactly how that works, but yeah, I'm not sure either. But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, hmm, that's interesting. That's yeah. that's slightly annoying. So I'm going to continue testing. We 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 really tried like that that week that we both got ours. We put off doing the show that week because we were yeah. like, I want to get this working before the next episode. Like you know we. We really wanted to come yeah, to some I really and talk about I it. I really tried literally everything that I could. And, <laughs> and I'm confident that it will work. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube that I was watching some videos just before the show. His, his channel is called The Linux Cave, I think. He okay. has, he has uh, arc, I think he's got that 770 working, and he's showing all kinds of game footage where he's playing The Witcher and... Uh, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. For me, if I get rid of this monitor over here, yeah, it works fine on my main monitor. I can play Witcher. I can play um, Elder Scrolls Online. That all works. Yeah, I don't have any issue. My issue right now is the second monitor is not recognized. It says un- unrecognized. I guess that's that's what it says. I'm pretty sure. And then it's stuck to to 640 by 480. And it's just this little box, and if you try to change the resolution, which it only gives you three resolutions, if you try to change it to a higher resolution, it just goes blank. Yeah, it's out of range. So, and I, I was on, I, so I got on the Intel, uh, Intel Insiders, um, Discord, and I was asking around, and they told me to go do a bug report. So I tried to do the bug report, and then I got, <laughs> I got told to do more like in depth. Oh, testing, testing they, for them. Yeah, they gave yeah. me like this thing. This thing I got install, and I got to enable this kernel thing. And I'm like, I didn't even get to that yet because it's a lot. <laughs> Man, yeah. So, but like, I want to so that they yeah. can fix this issue. Yeah, I want it. To, yeah, I want it to be. I think that. So I wonder if there's a similar. So have you tried? Can you use either monitor? Just never both. Yes. Okay, that's unusual. And and on Windows, it's fine, right? It's just a Linux bug. Uh yeah yeah Windows it's totally fine I I'm using them right now that's why that's the only reason why I'm using Windows right now yeah um for the podcast is because I need the two monitors I can't just yeah. have everything on the one yeah me too so like 
I, I already mentioned I was on Windows, but like that monitor, none of those issues exist on Windows. It just, it is just working. Yeah. And the only issue, sorry. <clears throat> well, I was just going to say, I have tested games on Windows. I've played basically all the games that I, I was playing right. before the Switch, and everything works really good. Everything works better than they ever yep. have for me. I've had the best ex- video card experience I've ever had right now. Um, <laughs> it's just, and I'm not playing, you know. Resident Evil Village is probably the newest game. Well, Wrath of the Righteous, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. The rest of the games I play are like, you know, Final Fantasy XIV, Elder Scrolls yeah, Online, right. games like that. Right. And all that stuff runs great. By the way, um, Elder <laughs> Scrolls Online, uh, my FPS was, I don't even know what it was, and I don't want to misquote, but it was like way better than what I was quoting last time we did a test. And yeah. my... Um, I think their in-game counter only goes up to 100 and mine was maxed to 100 the entire time yeah i I was gonna say 160 (laughs) but i think you're right i think it's capped at 100 but you know i was having trouble with like even whenever i had high fps i was having trouble with load ins and stuff like that everything is working perfectly like that was 100 percent my my graphics card was pegged out to 100 percent all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so i know i know and here's another thing too is i'm confident that this will work on on linux I'm I'm confident that it will. There there will come in the next few weeks probably where I can just install a distro and move. But it's just we're so early in the in the process. Yeah. But things things are changing so much faster now than they used to that I'm confident that it will, you know, we will get there. Oh yeah. This this driver on Windows was not usable like six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever, however long it's been, you know, when it first came out, it was not usable. Uh, and now the only issue I've had at all, and this is very, very minor, is I was playing, um, Baldur's Gate and there is this like every 20 seconds, like just a freeze and then it'll come back. You know, it's like a split second freeze. Yeah. That's the only issue I've had at all with this thing so far. And you're playing Baldur's Gate 1, you said, in Discord, right? That was one of the things that Intel pointed out about these cards is that they're actually not, uh, they're not optimized for older games like that. So So they should, see, you're right. And I thought that this newest driver was going to fix that because they they upped the performance of DX9 games. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know. Is this a? I don't even know if Baldur's Gate is a DX nine game. Really old game. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it might be like a DX, not even a DX game. It might be. Oh no! You know what? Now that I think about it, when you go into the settings, I think it's OpenGL. Oh, is it running OpenGL? Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure that's what it is because I I remember in the settings it mentioned something about OpenGL, and I bet you, I bet you that's it. I wonder. I wonder how the performance or uh, the. Uh, the support for that is I, I was actually considering um I was actually considering playing Baldur's Gate three. Um so I could try that and uh report yeah. back. I mean I, I have it and I've I've played it several times, but it's still it's still so in development that like if you don't keep up with it, then they they do updates and if, if you they give you they usually give you steps on how you can transfer your character to the new update. Oh, but I let it lapse so long that, like, you know, I can't get my <laughs> your character back. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your character's in the old style. And I've already started over <laughs> twice, and I don't, I don't want to start over a third time. But I might, I might try it just to see how it performs on the new card. See, I should be the one with that because I constantly restart my games. Like, like we were just talking. I, I'm, I was playing through, um, through uh, 
Oh crap! What was that game we're talking about? Oh, Divinity Original Sin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like two, two two years ago, I I played for like six months straight. I got like halfway through the game or whatever you want to call it, and freaking now I go on, I log on, and I'm like, what was I doing? Where am I? <laughs> so, uh, Baldur's Gate would be a good test for me too because that was a game that what my old graphics card struggled with. It it could do it. But I, I would hear, I never changed the graphics settings. It just, whatever it, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it was like, I could hear the card making like a whining noise. As Crying. The game. Yeah. Like, Please shut this off. <laughs> so I'll have to try, I'll have to try it now that I've got this new Intel card. Um, and see how it is. But yeah, I, I'm good. I haven't given up on the Linux installation. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, so I've been running Fedora Rawhide for probably a week now or two, mm-hmm. and that literally, I'm pretty sure they just go to the mainline kernel, like mm-hmm. whatever's the newest RC, and just that's the kernel they use. Because I'm on I'm on six point three right now. Oh 6. wow, three RC zero. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. They do. They just go straight to the release. Mesa. I I don't think it was at the highest, but it was twenty three at the least. Mesa thirty seven. He's a 37, has, not even, has not even, even real. Con- hasn't even been conceived of yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but no, seriously. So like, like if anyone knows when my problem gets fixed, it will be me because that is like yeah, the newest. I've never, I've, I've, I haven't had a distro that was that new ever. Like even Arch, uh, it would be hard to actually get Arch to be that, that you'd have on to the use edge. the extra repositories. Yeah. 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 So I think what I'm going to do is I kind of like the, I, I don't know, I'm torn between trying Endeavor again because it's just easy to install or going back to, which, by the way, I installed Arch through this new method, which I never knew about. There's like an installation. <laughs> oh, the installer. Yeah, there's like an yeah. installer script on the thumb drive <laughs> that you can run and it and it's it walks you through the installation process. Like, it was so nice. Um, is so, it like pretty in depth or is it just like basic like no know? it's 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 in depth it's all the same decisions you That's would make cool. doing an arch install only it guides you through it it's not guided it just it has like a list of like 13 different options and you right if you go through each option you'll set your language you'll set your partitions yep. you'll, you'll go through everything that's um, pretty cool yeah it's 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 actually really cool i think i'm gonna update our arch installation video using this method because it's uh it's way easier it takes it kind of takes the fun out of it honestly (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i think i think i might i think i might go that route again because then at least i can kind of do it at my pace where i can say okay first things first let's install let's make sure we got 6.2 which at this at this time i should by default i shouldn't have to when I tried before, I was having to manually do that. This time, that should be the default. So It should be, yeah, by now. Yeah, so I'll make sure that's true. I'll install all the Intel Mesa stuff, which which I also kind of struggled with because, you know, coming from the NVIDIA installation process, there's a few extra steps besides just installing it. And all I could find on on Intel was just install just just install Mesa. And that should be all you need to do. I don't really right. know. I feel like that's not enough, but I, but I, but I'll, I'll do that. Make sure it's on twenty three or better. Well, between between the Mesa driver and or the Mesa, I'm not sure. I don't even think that's a driver. I don't know exactly. It's mm-hmm. some sort of. I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure what it is. But between that and the kernel driver, I know that's a driver. Yeah, that's what between those two things. Kernel that's module. what 
conjoins them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try it again on another. So another thing is too, is I only have, I only have a 250 gig SSD that I'm using to, yeah. uh, to, to do my test installation. <laughs> my test installation is a 128 gig USB oh, wow. or yeah, USB. To complain about then? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a USB like I'm hanging off the side of my case. <laughs> what what am I complaining about? Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, anyway, I'm going to continue testing. I wish we had, <laughs> I wish we had more definitive results this week. But we'll keep we'll keep uh, testing and we'll keep updating these podcasts. So if you're interested in getting an Arc A770, but you don't want to run Windows. And you don't want to be a guinea pig for all of these tests, then stay tuned to the show because in the next, you know, in the next coming episodes, we will, you know, hopefully we'll come to some conclusion and we'll be, we'll be running, we'll be running like, like never before. (laughs) (laughs) But I suspect it's going to be a few episodes. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try to do that bug report. I don't know. It's, I, I wasn't. I just kind of was like, as soon as he he got back to me, I'm not sure who it was, he or she, but when when they got back to me, I was like, uh, <laughs> so I was like, this is not going to be as easy as I yeah, thought I mean, it would be. <laughs> I kind of get it. Like I, on the one hand, no, I get it. I understand yeah. why they're well, saying it. It's just I, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I think it's an interesting conversation to be had. Though is on the one hand, you want users to be able to send bug reports easily and frequently, right? That way they will actually Which on do Windows it. is easy. Yeah. Because you just go through the art control. Yeah. Oh. And it, 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 literally you just send you just send the data from that and it's done. But on Linux, no, you yeah. gotta go to the website. You gotta make the bug report. They, you gotta you I gotta think, write the uh, do the uh run the application to get the information. <laughs> they they expect you to be smarter, man. They expect the Yeah, I know, to be I know, smarter. and I can do it. It's just the time, man. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is like on the one hand you want it to be easy, but on the other hand, you want it to be useful. So like they're yeah, they're, they have to find a balance there between the two. But yeah, so they're just gauging the, the, the typical user like of Windows like yeah. should be like oh yeah let's press a couple buttons and the linux guy's gonna be like you know hacker <laughs> yeah. mashing like he's, the keys <laughs> he's gonna know how to do this is what they're thinking <laughs> well um, like and he he got back to me and like two days later he he um messaged me again saying hey do you got that do you got that information i'm like whoa dude wait a minute wow well, we're wow. not being paid to do this, so like, <laughs> I don't I, you have know, time for this. I believe it though, because whenever we <laughs> talked about the number of reviews of the of the cards on whatever website comparison website we were using in the last episode, and it was like the Nvidia card had like a hundred, like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, right. But then the Intel card had like less than 500 um, yeah. and then you got to think like of those people like two of them are on linux you know what i mean like us <laughs> yeah they're, they're doing the a only ones. No. us and the the linux cave guy that's the only i did that's the only guys I, I didn't even consider that but now that you mention it that's probably why i got like you know the like yeah the treatment i did the, yeah. the uh what do you want to call that the um, to come royal the, treatment tell them to come on the podcast we need to set up yeah, right we need to set up an interview with them tell him we'll we'll do the bug report if he comes on and, and explains the problem to us on the show <laughs> i'll i will l- allow you to fix this issue <laughs> if you come on our podcast <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I don't know what else to say about it other than we've we've been testing. If in the yeah. as far as a cons- just, like a consumer conclusion, 
if you're a Windows gamer, I I don't see why you wouldn't purchase this card unless you yeah. just you just feel like you have to be on the bleeding edge of of whatever, you know, is the latest and greatest that all the YouTube channels are talking about. If you right. are a reasonable person person with a reasonable budget that plays reasonable games, I can't imagine you're going to struggle with this card on Windows. Yeah. I, I think it's only going to continue to get better. Especially if you're a 1080p gamer, that's oh, this is like a yeah. beautiful card. Yeah, I'm playing in UHD, but yeah, there's games that my old card just would it would just it would I would have to resize it to a smaller resolution because it would mm. just would not do it. Everything yep. works fine on this card on UHD. Everything seems to be working fine. Yeah. On Linux, if the games you play are Linux native and they are like you can play it on Wayland, then I would say you probably have a pretty safe bet. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a 1080 gra- uh, monitor, I would be a little worried if you have UHD or higher because yeah. you may fall into the same situation I'm in yep. where my monitor is is some weird niche case where the card yep. doesn't like and it. And Linux has always had issues with UHD and 4K. Always. It's just it, it's just not a, an easy thing to just get working, I guess. I guess that's what the, what yeah. the whole thing is. Beyond but. that, I we need to do more testing before we can really say any more conclusions on the Linux side. Yep. But. I believe it's going to be good. I believe it's going to work eventually. It's just they got to put the time in, and Linux is just not on the you know the forefront. This is the <laughs> most. It. Other than work, this is the most I've ever used. This is the most I've ever gamed on Windows in in a while, <laughs> in quite a while. Uh yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yep. All right, well, uh, what else do we got to get into before the end of this episode? We'll be back with more ARC updates. Please stay tuned, and um, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. See you. That's how we end every episode. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hey, you got to keep it on brand, man. <laughs>